Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. So the morning, I had a drink. Wait, the morning hack. Owning a dog can be expensive, particularly these breeds. The most expensive dogs to take care of coming up, 655. I remember my dream last night. Patrick Schwarzenegger and Michael Jordan were in my dream last night. Oh, wow. Yes. And both of them were in my dream, and I don't know why Michael Jordan was in it. Well, what were you guys doing? You know, there was a lot of dialogue. Um, Patrick Schwarzenegger made me feel inadequate, not mm. intentionally. And Michael Jordan, I kept asking him questions about things I thought he, like, you know that game you play, that game, you know that thing where you're like, oh, if you see somebody famous, you tell them the person that you know that they know to try and like bond. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that to Michael Jordan. He didn't know the person I knew that I thought knew him. You're like, oh, that was the only yeah, thing I had. Like a, it, yeah, it was all I had. It was really <laughs> I awkward. That. So right? Annoying. I'm like, yeah. you know so and so, and right? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? Because they talk about you yeah, all the time. So then you go to weather. <laughs> Where'd I go? You go to the weather. Or you do anything else that's like topical. Uh, yeah, I don't remember if I went to the weather. Might have gone to the traffic. <laughs> but um, I know why Patrick Schwarzenegger's in my dreams. You're watching that show. I finished that show, The Staircase. Mm-hmm. Now I started Blackbird. <sighs> Never going to sleep. What are you guys watching these days? Um, I'm into true. Is it true lies? No, not true lies. That's a movie. Tell me lies on Hulu. Tell me lies. And I started The Watcher on Netflix. Um, it seems familiar. Hit or miss on that right now because I'm kind of tired when I when I start it, so I'm falling asleep. Yeah, Tanya, why did you almost swallow the microphone? Because I'm also watching uh, Tell Me Lies on Hulu, and it is so good. I told I didn't you want to tell watch you. it. Didn't yeah. she tell us on her watch list? What is it again? I forget. It's about like these college kids and they're all like, oh, and, well, I don't want to give it away because she's into it too, but like they're all intertwined and it's like the first episode, there's like a huge secret that gets kind of revealed. Is it reality or scripted? No, it's scripted. It's kind of like elevated no, Pretty Little Liars. Because mm. it's like lying and there's like the lying thing and there's like a lot of like Yeah, girls. maybe. But it's very risque. Yeah. 
a What's lot on? of um it's on hulu ads. all right well anyway good morning how are y'all but it reminds me of college but now I'm not going to have anything for the watch list on Friday because I was binging that. You know what? There's, but I've already said that on the watch list. Out there. <laughs> you couldn't have done it anyway. You know what's great about the watch list? We don't really pay attention until we start watching the thing and then we tell or retell the same show. No, like you I just watched, told us about I started... Ozark. I, we've been talking about Ozark <laughs> for five years. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, guys, I stumbled upon it. Yeah, Jason Bateman's great. That's it's wrong. I Ozark. picked. I picked Tell Me Lies because I remember Sissini talking about it on one of the, on, mm -hmm. I don't remember which Friday, but I remember her talking about it and I was like, oh, that's a show that I would like and I was not feeling well and I was in bed and I was like, I'm going to watch Tell Me Lies. Right. But like, I don't know that Mark would would allow you to pick it again. <laughs> oh, it's not fair. <laughs> you know, it's fine. I forget. Listen, every week that goes by, I can't remember what you told me last week to watch. I told and you if about I watched Crime it, it's Scene new to Kitchen. Me. I told you about Crime Scene Kitchen on like a Monday one week, and I tried to do it again for our Friday watch list, and Mark said no. <laughs> he was like, you already told us about it. I was like, that's all I'm well, watching. How are we supposed to keep track? <laughs> too, many, too many shows, too many shows that we do, and too many shows that stream to keep up with any of them. Yeah, sometimes you get like stuck because you are just watching one show, and it's not like I started something new, and so then I'll be like, I don't know, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Because <laughs> like, I'm watching that. No, we'll be in trouble. <laughs> Uh, so I meant to tell you guys I had friends send me soup Did I tell you that? Oh, I heard I would love to know which friends sent <laughs> you soup okay, How many friends sent you soup? Two of my dear friends And then one friend sent me sardines <laughs> Can you believe that? That is French wow. I'm just telling you like I can't remember what we tell each other We told each other that But I don't know what you told me to watch The next week Make, make it seem new I don't, I don't know <laughs> Fine <laughs> um, Alright, Tanya are we going to have a family meeting? I don't know who's available right now. Sisney, are you available for a family meeting? I'm here for the next four hours. What do you guys need? Uh, so I'm here. Tubbs, you can feel free to lean in or not. Mm -hmm. Tanya wants to go out on tour. Ooh. Well, Speaking of Rio. Before, <laughs> before we go into that, I wanted to ask you guys a couple questions. Uh, before we go into you want to go on tour? Before I give my formal pitch. Okay, go Pop ahead. quiz. Do you like seeing our listeners in real life? I mean, of course. Of course. Okay. Do you like fun? <laughs> kind of a pop quiz is this? The answer is Just yes answer. to everything you're going to ask. Yes. Do you like family bonding time? Yes. Do you want us to, do you think we're going to say no to any of this? Yes, we're all going to say yes to everything you're saying. So yes. Okay, great. So the answer to all these is yes. I have the perfect solution. I think we should go on tour. Okay. But we just said that. Okay. We just said that you want to go on tour. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I need you to say yes. I need you guys to wait. Do you do want this. all like, of us to go on to... tour? Wait, yes, this is we go so on cute. tour as a as a morning show, and like we get on, we have a bus. We each have like a little um like a what are those things you that they sleep in bunks? on the tour bus? A bu we each have like a bunk, and we can do just a couple <laughs> cities. We can maybe do it like over a weekend, and we can do live on air with Ryan shows, and it'll be so cute because would be I feel fun. Like I, I have to tell you, it would be great. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I never got to do those bonding trips with you guys when you went to like Rio and London. So I've always wanted to do one with you guys. And I feel like this would be fun. And we could like get to see our listeners. It's not a, it's actually a good idea. And it reminds me of when I first started in high school broadcasting live at the Perimeter Mall during Christmas. I love it. We never broadcast live anymore. What, what are we doing right now? I mean, you know what I mean? She means like in, in the, the wild. In the wild, in front of people. You mean like with a studio, an, an out of studio audience? Outside yeah. of the studio, not here. 
in this room. Oh, it sounds so Crap. bummed out that you have to come into this room to do this job. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I want to make gratitude. Well, I'm just saying, like, we don't get to go to, like, broadcast live from Disneyland anymore. We're always in the studio. Well, we, we can if we Sissy wants to. I'm we sure know. Disneyland will have you right yeah, out there Sisney, in a second. Like I'm just saying, like, all the other morning shows get to go and broadcast live, but our morning oh, shows do not. Oh, now you want to go to all the other morning shows, do you? They do wow. not. So Starts let's with do you like puppies tour. questions, and then all of a sudden turns into all the other morning shows comparison. Uh, all the other morning shows. Well, where would we go on our tour? We need to put the tour together. Let's go. Now, we used to have... Mark, were you here when we had an 18-wheeler? Kiss used to have an 18-wheeler yes. broadcast And it had a stage truck. that popped out like yeah. this. Well, that went oh, away yeah. about 20 years ago. Oh. Not so 20 years ago. We, Tubbs, how would we do a tour? You have a, would we broadcast from the bus? Open up the bus doors? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. We could load up into a van and throw some microphones in there. Do we have remote technology? Yeah, we do. Well, we where would we go? Well, no, we could do like one at the Roxy. Like we could go to like a venue oh, you mean in like city. Venues? Yeah. Oh, she's talking about like taking over amphitheaters and doing the show. Fine by yeah. me. Not amphitheaters. Like she's well, talking about crypto. Oh, we she wants crypto. Yeah, we'll do a venue. Live. We'll host so a Price Stadium. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do a breakfast. <laughs> and you come and you have breakfast with us and we still do the morning show like normal. I was thinking we have some of the farmers markets. Like, let's yeah, really farmers you know, market farm right? table breakfast. Oh, All right, so, this so Mark, totally what I had in mind. But Mark, have you looked at the calendar? <laughs> when is this uh, a good uh, idea? Oh, this is all news to me, but we can maybe uh, oh. look at early yeah. twenty three for this. Twenty twenty seven. Well, we got a plan. Got to get sponsored. Got to get Kevin Legret in the room. Uh, yeah. I mean, before you know it, we'll be on the uh, brought to you by. I will need my own oh, bus my with my whole family. I'm just looking at my. <laughs> no, the point is for us to be together. We're not going to all be in the same bus together. Oh, by the way, the only way I'm going is if we have separate buses. A hundred percent. Guys, that defeats the purpose. We're going on the California Closets tour. Here we are, guys. <laughs> brought to you by the Home Depot. You know we're doers, and we're getting more done. That's, and that's right. That's why we're here. All right. I, this is a big to any of our partners a big sponsorship opportunity. We'll give you a oh AIS sponsors the bus tour. Well, why don't the we auto do, insurance specialist? Why don't we do a family vacation and we invite listeners to go on vacation with us and then we broadcast from wherever we go on vacation. I like Tanya's idea of the tour. I'm different day, different city, different part of Southern California, different venue, different Ralph's catering. <laughs> Sweet James comes out and makes an appearance. But it doesn't have to be morning. Like, we could do it like a cocktail hour, like do it four to five or something. So it's not like five hours. <laughs> it's just like an hour. I got pickup. <laughs> I am down. So let's think tank it and let's put it on the whiteboard. It sounds like it's never going to happen. And let's calendar Pin in it. Yeah. Calendar but I like it. the way you're thinking. This show does need to get on the road. Yeah. We need boots on the ground. Boots we on the do. ground. <laughs> is, there, is there an echo in here? <laughs> All right. Do you like puppies? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what do kind you of like pop quiz eat? was that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you like Wait, to sleep at night? <laughs> so we are dog lovers here. Georgia. Sisney? Georgia. What? Say hello to your dogs. Oh, Dakota and Gypsy. Hi. Tanya, say hello to your dogs. Hi, Sunny Sunshine. Love you. Or dog. Uh, all right. So dogs can be expensive. And they're saying some are really known to really be expensive at the vet. And the one that racks up the most vet bills, do you know this? I Is the don't. Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. 
I wouldn't guess them. You know which one I would have guessed? French Bulldogs. Well, Wait, why? the other unhealthiest dogs that need a lot of vet trips are Dachshunds, Sharpays, mm. Pugs, and Bulldogs. Bulldogs oh. have a lot of issues. Yeah. Even Wait, though they Sunny's are the half University of Well, I'm just, that's why I'm here telling you. People have half the trips to the vet that. Gypsy's a dachshund mix, and he's okay. We don't want to take him that much. So, there you have it. I mean, go dogs. Go dogs. Every time now I watch a football game, I hear you barking at the stadium. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you sound just like that the, makes me happy. the fans. I hear Tony. <laughs> Today's quote. It's okay not to be working on anything right now. Every season is not about producing. Some are about wow. being still. Reflecting, learning, healing. If that's where you are, be there. There is no rush. I'm going to take that one in my pocket. Good one. Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. So Paul Krikorian was elected the new president of the Los Angeles City Council yesterday. Ten members pre uh, present during the virtual meeting voted unanimously for the councilman who represents the second district. Uh, Krikorian is the first Armenian American to serve as president of the council. Officials with the city of Burbank announced that residents will be allowed to water their lawns at outdoor plants one day per week starting November 1st during the colder months of November through March. Outdoor irrigation will be allowed on Saturdays only before 9 a.m. or after 6 p.m. for up to 15 minutes per irrigation station, officials said. And an augmented reality experience for a wildlife crossing being constructed over the 101 freeway in Agora Hills was unveiled yesterday. The new wildlife crossing lens is available on Snapchat. And it'll allow users to visualize what the project will look like when it's finished. The crossing is expected to be complete in 2025. On air with Ryan Seacrest. This is so interesting. There are those shows that we have that come out of nowhere and live with you forever. And Azita, remember Azita? If you're at our show, this was back in 2018. So the story goes, in 1998, Azita was jogging on a hiking trail in Altadena. One of her dogs saw something in the dirt. Okay? Azita saw a baby's tiny little leg sticking out of the dirt. So she dug with her hands, and she found in the dirt on the trail a baby. An abandoned baby, alive and wrapped in a blue towel. Wow. So she called 911. She couldn't get through. So she flagged down someone driving by who drove the baby and Azita to the sheriff's department while Azita stayed behind with the baby. Anyway, we reunited Azita and the baby who, at that point, Matthew, the baby, was 20 years old. Matthew was here. Azita was here. She was in the studio. He walked in at this moment. Reunited. Thank you. Thank you. He's thanking her. Oh, they're hugging. You're exactly what I imagined you. <laughs> <laughs> how did she knew? I guess your size, everything. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you for coming to my life. You changed my life. Can you imagine? Wow. 
your dog barks, you see a baby's legs, you rescue a baby, you save the baby's life, then you meet the baby 20 years later as an adult. Azita and Altadina, we will forever remember this story. How are you? Hi, Ryan. How are you? I'm well. How's Matthew? Well, I um, last time I um, talked or, or text, you know, kids are all into text. Yeah, He was do. doing good and graduated, but wow. I don't have his new number, so I, I'm not sure uh, where he is. He was looking for a job, and I'm, I'm hoping that he's doing well and um, happy and healthy. Well, that's good. We know he's on his way. And I just, you know, never imagined meeting you, meeting Matthew, hearing that story. It's just incredible. And I, I will never forget it. I'll never forget seeing your face when he walked in the door. I'll never forget you telling us the story. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it seems like yesterday you, you um, connected me and Matthew together. And I still think that higher force brought you and whispered in your ear and to uh, bring us together and help children of one planet. Uh, I, you know you're not going to live in children of one planet as long as uh, you know me. Hmm. Well, that's, I, it's, and however it happened, it still amazes me. I'm so happy. So you're doing a, a charity, Dance for Hope America, on Saturday, right? Yes, Saturday, October 22nd at 5 p.m. There okay. is a location in Altadena called William Davies Building, and you won't believe uh, what happened in that building. Uh, I just found out myself after I booked my uh, event there, and I lived 29 years close to this building, never, ever been inside. And the moment I select this building for event, I found out, Dirty Dancing last scene was filmed over there. No. Well, you've got your work cut out for you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get out yes. there and show us how it's done. So it is uh, Dance for Hope America Gala, Saturday, Davies Memorial Building, Altadena. And they can reach us on 626-818-7646. And any, all the people that they mention iHeartRadio, and they get free gift at our event with the purchase of the ticket. Well, that is great. You just continue to do good and put good energy out into our community, Azita. Thank you. Do you know this program, um, we're celebrating our 22 years anniversary of Children of One Planet, but we are launching this campaign uh, called Dance for Hope. America is a campaign that we are trying to bring music, dancing, art, and, uh, and happy and educational subjects to improve mental physical health of the children and teens in our community. Oh, uh, hopefully, amazing. we can give you all these kids opportunity to be a, a star and they appear at your show one day. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that, that's how it starts, yeah, right? Exactly. Yes. We, and all the underprivileged children, they do not pay for this program. So we want to give equal opportunity to every child to be able to excel to their highest potential. Well, this is great. I'm, I'm loving that you reconnected with us. Infos at org. 
Azita, thank you very much for calling. You take care. Keep it up, okay? Thank you, Ryan. Have a great day. You too. I still can't get I get chills when I hear that story about the baby and the hiking and 20 years later now he's out looking for a job. He's graduated. Nuts. Wow. It's crazy. So we have met a lot of very interesting people and learn a lot on TikTok. Sometimes I'll walk by friends of mine looking at their phones. What are you doing? Just watching TikTok for hours. Just yeah. scrolling TikTok. Tanya does it during the show. I learned I learned how to make I learned well, actually this was Sunday. I spent hours on TikTok and I learned how to make new salmon recipes, different it's salad. Amazingly mixes. addictive. You you until yeah. you do it, don't laugh at us. So we're gonna break down some of the recent trends. Now a lot of these things people say do, you shouldn't do, but let me just run it down. So trending now on TikTok, sunning your holes, okay? TikTokers are exposing areas between you know where to sun holes to get vitamin D for energy. Mm. They say it also improves sleep. Uh, oh. So I wanted to check on that. You got to make sure you got a lot of privacy when you do that, maybe? Like, well, what do you, naturally. Where do you, you sit? Your backyard? Your balcony? You don't do it at the park. Yeah, I guess not. Is it safe? No, it's not safe. Really? Sunning no. parts of you that never see the sun increase risk of skin cancer. Absolutely. They're covered for a reason. They're there, put there, thought through strategically, not to be out running through the field. There's a reason stuff's where it is. Mm-hmm. Your eyes aren't between your legs. That- Right? There's a reason. That'd be weird. Walk around just seeing what you see right there. Right? I mean, your yeah. your your mouth, your nose, connected strategically. Mm-hmm. It's not made up. So don't sun your holes. <laughs> right, another thing on TikTok. Everybody's saying, hey, Ryan, get out there and eraser your teeth clean. Like, quit telling me to go magic eraser my teeth clean. That makes sense. Magic erasers remove stains from walls. Doesn't work on teeth. So why wouldn't it work on your teeth? Because the main ingredient in magic eraser is toxic. (laughs) Don't put it on your teeth. 100%. It's got chemicals in there. Why would you put that on your mouth? Went to go get gas the other day, and guy's like, hey, Ryan, are you mewing? (laughs) What? Are you mewing? Maui mewing? Mewing. 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 Oh, yeah. Khloe Kardashian's been like mewing, right? It's done to change the shape of your jawline. You move your jaw into the desired position, hold it there with your tongue on the roof of your mouth. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it safe? Yes, but it doesn't work. (laughs) So, no, I'm not mewing anymore. You move your jaw. Guy at gas station. Hold it with your tongue. DIY braces. Everybody on TikTok, are you DIYing your own braces? Braces are expensive. TikTokers are using hair ties to move their teeth. Is it safe? No. No. Probably will move your teeth, but not in the way you want. So don't DIY your braces. I mean, I used to do that with my headgear back in the day. Another thing. People are like going nuts. Can't go anywhere without somebody saying, Ryan, are you NyQuiling your chicken? No, don't do that. Am I NyQuiling my chicken? Why would I NyQuil my chicken, I say? So on TikTok, you cook chicken and NyQuil to clear your sinuses and make you sleepy. No. Oh, that makes sense. No, it does not. It's safe. No. <laughs> no. It doesn't make any sense. 
Boiling oh medicine gosh. is a terrible idea at all costs. We need to give Tanya a limit on TikTok. You can only... All right, so basically, <laughs> whatever they're telling you to do is not a bad idea. And don't go out because people are going to ask you. Have you guys seen the finger one? Like the, 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 it's like everywhere where people are showing you like the, you make the O and you have to like flip it around and, and make the, the three fingers go above you. So what nobody's that? asked you guys this. Wait, what? No, I'm not going out anymore because everybody keeps asking me. What am I doing? No, it's, uh, there's this new trend. No, you have to do it the other way. So like the, your fingers are on top and then the, like the O is around your, but I don't know how to do it. And or I, explain I have it. no idea. Or ex- yeah, you I, don't know how to do it. You don't know how to explain it either. It's the finger. It's like, it's like trending over TikTok. But I don't know how you haven't do? seen it. What do you do? You're, you basically make an O, like an like a what is this? Okay, with okay. your finger. Yeah, okay. And you're supposed to flip it around so that the O goes around your eye, but your three fingers are like uh, upside down. Exactly. You guys are doing exactly how. Oh wait, Ryan kind of got it. No. <laughs> Have you seen them? There's like there? some trick. Courtney, good morning. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Super good. Thank you for listening. So what's up? This is so crazy for starters. Um, I'm just wondering, what does a verified DM profile look like? Because I was wondering if there's like a separate inbox or us non-verified girls have a chance with an NFL player. Whoa, you're trying to DM an NFL player? Which one? (laughs) Sure I am. Tell me why. You know, I'm looking for my red star and I'm a huge football fan as newly Tanya with her fantasy league. I love it. Um, but I've just grown up with, with football. So I've always been into athletes. So you don't life. know this athlete, but She's you want her to shot. DM and say what? What do you want to say in the DM? I don't know. That's what I need your help for. Well, well what team does he play for? Um, I got two, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> She's shooting it. I like it. That's fine. Which two? Which two? Uh, 49ers and Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. I don't want to know the name because that's just too much exposure. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. I don't either. But but I guess Courtney's asking you, Tanya, since you used to DM celebrities, what should she say to get a response? I don't know. It didn't work out that well. (laughs) Well, Uh, Excuse me. I did open the doors with Zachary (laughs) Levi. Thank you so much. Did you go out on dates? Well, he was not. Geographically desirable. If I, we will. I would not be too forward, but <laughs> cute, right? Cute, clever, not too forward. Yeah, you can yeah, say exactly. you can say something like a friend of mine, a, a football friend of mine, a friend of mine that knows football. I don't know. You can fix the wording. Um, thinks we'd be a good match. Yikes! Dot okay. dot dot. Like no. <laughs> I mean, what do you want to say, Courtney? Like, what's your gut? Tell I you? need to know more because it depends on like what position they play, and if they did good that game, it would, I would no, respond. You well, don't send it on a Sunday or Monday. Send it on a Tuesday because Sunday oh, they're okay. playing. Monday they're getting over the game, and Tuesday is a refresh day. So I'd send it on a Tuesday. Okay, but more, will my DM be seen if I'm not have that blue check? I feel like the blue check people get priority, right? Oh, so you want no. us to check it for me? I thought that was the case too. No, if they, they just blue, all oh, go I'm, into the same thing. Check. No, if you have a blue check, it goes to the top. It does. How does she get a blue check? You have to be verified. How does she get verified? You have to be verified. That's not be... that important. Yeah. So you want Tanya to send it? Are you verified? Yeah. Tanya, shoot my shot for me, right? Do it, Tanya. Am I'm I down. Verified? I'm totally down. But I don't think they do go to the top. It they don't is. go to the top for me. They do Am for I me. Verified? Yeah, they do for me. Huh, I could write one for you. <laughs> Or it's based off of like how many followers you have. So like people that have a lot of followers, I'll see their DMs first. 
All right, this is a project mm-hmm. that we need to take off air, Courtney. So here's what we do: we're gonna, I'm gonna put you on with Tanya on a handheld, on a like separate. On a handheld. Whatever, the, the, the phone, actual phone. Yeah. So uh, you guys can hash this out because I want to follow up on this too because I want to see if he responds. But this is going to take some work. If they respond. Multiples, remember? Yeah. yeah. So this, but let, let's work on the nuances. Tony, this is a, you're assigned to Courtney here. All right. So you got to go. Good luck. Um, Courtney, hold on. She's going to pick you. up one second. Let's see what she can figure out. Let's see what she can send. And let's see if it happens. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It is Wednesday. Ugh, should be. Beyonce, Sean Paul there on Kiss. Seacrest about to pay some bills. Now tomorrow, I'm just going to say it. We all know it. What is it, Tanya? Tomorrow is free gas Friday. <laughs> Tomorrow's Thursday. No. <laughs> I mean, she's been sick all week. I, yeah, I just had COVID brain. No, but she's been like uh, not feeling well. Your COVID's uh, done. That was so last week. That was last week. Yeah, Your COVID right? brain lingers so for like three and a half week. weeks, yeah, they say. But like Tanya's actually like sick this week. Yeah. Tomorrow. But I'm here. Tomorrow is what? Tubs. Pay your bills. All day. All That's day. right. He got it. He got it. Free. I just said it's Wednesday. It should be. And then I said, what's tomorrow? Free Gas Friday. Uh. Are we that not here? Uh, I mean, yes. I just Sometimes got my period. I just got my period. <laughs> I, oh, I just had COVID. What's your excuse, Sissini? <laughs> I feel great. So, I do get it. We all sometimes in our own worlds, driving home, in our relationships, at our jobs, sometimes you sink into an autopilot. And it's not an autopilot. It's just that your thought is somewhere else in that moment. Yeah, well, you really caught me off guard. Well, I the song ended. We opened the mics, as we always do, and I thought maybe there was a chance I wouldn't. <laughs> not maybe. No, you don't understand. I don't know who turns on Tanya's mic usually, but when you were gone last week, and I was, kind of, I was in your position, basically, like running yeah. the ship, Tanya didn't turn on her mic every break. Like, and she every, started talking? She would start talking, and her mic was Do you on. normally not turn your own microphone on? No, John Parra does it for me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Because you don't even turn your own microphone on? Oh, no. You ask John to do it? No, I don't ask John because I have I have turned my mic on at times when I am not supposed to before. No, it's very easy. It's no, very no, easy. No, no, no. We I can have, rehearse now. I we have can gone over, like my voice has gone over songs and stuff. So now I'm like scared to touch it. Not over oh, yeah. songs. It's, it's like- very simple. The rule of thumb is when song fades, press on. Okay. Just before it goes to zero. Right before it's gone. It's like right on the tail end. You can do this, Tanya. It will we'll guide you along. Now, we're going to play a fun game for Jingle Ball Tickets presented by Capital One. Are you all ready? Mm-hmm. Patty is. She's on the line here at 800-521-1027. Patty and Silverlake, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? We are doing well. All right. We're going to play a fun game for your Jingle Ball Tickets presented by Capital One. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Here's the way it's going to work. It's called Do You Know Me? It's from a board game, but we've adapted it for the radio, okay? Okay. I will ask you a simple yes or no question about one of us on the show. You say yes or no, and we will reveal if you're right or wrong, okay? Okay. You've got to get three right before you get three wrong, and here we go. Is Sissini's Uber rating over 4.6? Is Sissini's Uber rating... Over 4.6. Uh, yes. 
It is. It is. It Congratulations. Is. That is correct. I have it up right here if you want proof. It's a 4.85, which okay. still kind of annoys me. Um, I vote for new music for our games. <laughs> but for today, we'll deal with this. Did Tanya ever have braces? Yes or no? No. I had Invisalign. So, yeah, I mean, that's true. Braces, Invisalign is not braces. Okay, so, yeah, she's right. Next. For the win. Have I ever been stood up on a date in my life? Ever? Have I ever been stood up on a date? I'm going to say yes. You're right. I know exactly who it was, and I still hold a grudge. When? What year? Well, the one I'm thinking of was a while back, but I know who it was, and you know who it was, too, but it's nobody you're thinking of, because I don't think you knew I went out with this person. Where is she now? Who you would know. How do we know this said person? You would know from... Television? Movies. Movies. But you did not know I got stood up by them. Ever, I don't think. Really? <laughs> Were you ever linked to said person? <sighs> I don't know. I've never looked it up. Is it Googleable? I don't know. I've never looked it up. <laughs> anyway, you're going to Jingle Ball presented <laughs> by Copper One, Patty. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks for playing along. Thank you. On this Wednesday morning, heat highs in the mid-80s, 90 inland. We are going to pay your bills again after 9 o'clock. This morning. Also, Lena Dunham is about to be on. Her new film, Catherine Called Birdie, is funny. It is. I want to see it. It is very funny. And anytime they use the word V I L E, usually it's pretty funny. Right? Do you know that word? That It's like, an, it's like I feel like the, the British use that word. Say it again V I L E. Vile? Yeah. A I feel vile. Like, I feel like British actors or British comedians use that word generally in comedy. (laughs) It's bizarre. It's so you wouldn't think. V-I-L-E. So anyway, but it's not. The the, the film is not. It's actually very funny. And there's a lot of irony. And it's called Catherine Called Birdie. And Lena Dunham. Isn't she tight with Taylor? Yes. So do you think she's heard all of the Taylor Swift oh, album that's coming? I'm sure she has. I don't know if she has. Why not? Well, wait, how she's, would you have any insight? I don't. This is just a total guess. Yeah, why would you say that? Because I'm going to go on a limb here. Lena Dunham and Jack Antonoff used to date and Taylor does a lot of her music with Jack Antonoff. So I don't know. Maybe it like, I don't know. That seems like that might be a reason that they would hear it. Or, or she wouldn't, would hear it. or like wouldn't want to, maybe. Well, I don't why don't know. we just ask her? Okay. It's much easier. Yeah, because now she's like married and seems like she's moved on. Yeah. No bad right. blood. Well, we're going to go right to the source, Lena Dunham, in a few minutes. <laughs> so let it be settled. I don't know that I would, but I need to understand what it is. So we were just in Vegas, seems like yesterday, mm-hmm. for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. It does. And one of the things that you could do when you go to the next one is have brunch with your dead relatives. Do explain what's happening, Sissini. It's called Brunched by an Angel, and it's this new show that you can do exactly just that. It's going to debut at Chaos inside of the Palms Casino next month. So beginning November 12th, you can start booking these shows. I think they'll have two a day throughout the weekends, two shows per day. 
and it's spearheaded by three of the world's best psychic mediums who will connect. Can you stop with your tea? Like okay, so you're having we, you're having brunch I, right. You're having I'm brunch having right now. sandwiches and tea this morning. <laughs> That's what I do when we talk about <laughs> chaos. So it's going to have the world's best psychic medium. They're going to connect with spirits in the audience. So the audience is going to consist of anywhere from like 250 to like maybe 300 people. So that's where it gets a little dicey for me. Because like, I don't know that I'd want to go there and then have this sort of very emotional probably In front of people, strangers. In, right, in front of strangers. But I would love to go and experience this and maybe not have it happen to me and just see it happen to other people. I'm at Magic Mike Live. I am out. <laughs> Me too. Right, the Blue Me Man too. Group. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I am not <laughs> into Soleil, this. Beatles I love. am at Magic Mike Live. I'm at the Sahara. I'm at John Legend's show. Yeah. I, Get me Katy Perry, right? Jennifer yeah. Lopez, Gwen Stefani. I mean, I am at Lionel Richie <laughs> right now. Yeah, I don't know that I want to see that. For me, me I don't. Too. I have a hard time with it anyway. So doing it as a thing in Las Vegas with strangers, people are going to eat this up. Now, people are going to love it. 100%. It's going to be a, a hit. I'm sure it'll be popular. I but it's not for me. Not for, for me. a lot of people... Maybe this is the closure that they need. Like maybe they they need closure with their relatives that are no longer here, and this is their hope. They can go to this brunch, and maybe they can well, be able to speak to their nana. Or and you know what? Left. If you do it, come meet us at the Jonas Brothers restaurant afterwards. Yeah. We'll see you there. <laughs> or the Martha Stewart restaurant. Or Martha Stewart's restaurant. Everybody's <laughs> exactly. got a restaurant. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's interesting because you do go to Vegas, and I don't gamble, so it is about restaurants and shows, mm-hmm. or restaurants and things. So is it magic? Is it... Cirque du Soleil? Is it live right. music? Like, what's your thing? So, what is it, Sissy, that you've never seen in Vegas that's on your list? I want to go to that big ball that they're building. Oh, yeah. They're building a that's sphere. That's going to be a crazy experience. That's almost like a 360 immersive. If that works and they build spheres in other big cities, I'm for it. Wouldn't that be great to build a, if it works? If you get a sphere in LA or a sphere in New York, yeah. a sphere. Cool. In Florida, spheres, right? Well, to experience some sort of concert in a sphere would be incredible because you mm. get like the show that you're watching in front, but then you're going to have... Have you the, seen any renderings of how it's going to work? Because I have not. Just the renderings that we spoke about a few months ago when we brought it up. Like it was just the ones that we saw online. Mm. So no. And I did see it when we flew in to Vegas. Yes. Oh, I it's saw everywhere. It. I mean, yeah, you I can see it from every vantage point. I saw point. it being built, but yeah, it's... So what is what's on your list you've never seen in Vegas that you still want to see? This is, I mean, the, I've never seen something like this. I would I would go see this. Like if somebody said like, "Hey, let's go," I'd be down. I'm I'm I believe in this stuff. I'm a hundred percent like down to go do something. Right, well, like that's this. good. You can cover that base, Tanya. Where would you be? I, probably Beatles Love. I feel like that's you've like, never I, seen it. No, it's oh, like so it's iconic, so and I've never seen it. Oh yes, that is a must. Hmm. What's yours? I actually would like to create a venue, a club, oh, as an, an experience okay, there. Okay, overachiever. I would like to. They don't really merge food with performance enough for me. Yeah, they do at strip clubs. And Delilah has mm. a fun show. <laughs> you can get okay, a steak well, and go to a strip club. <laughs> no, I want like the dance remix of some great artist. Oh, like more, uh huh. Paired with food. Right, it'd be a huge hit. D- don't take my idea. <laughs> like our hometown hustler from last week. <laughs> yeah, Music exactly. Taste. Yeah, like I want a playlist and performance together. <laughs> That's like, what I want. Or like you want a restaurant with like a DJ? No, I want a restaurant with a performance, but the food is matching the rhythm of the performance, the tempo, the heat. It's all sort of merged mm. together. So I'll be working on this.
Are you real for real? I'm available for Zooms, MGM or Palm or Luxor. The win. Or, <laughs> or win. Or Resorts World. Or Resorts World. Right. I can uh, send you a Zoom link if you want to hear more about my idea. He cannot send you a Zoom link. He doesn't know how to do that. Tubbs, Tubbs will, can. Tubbs, will do Tubbs it. can. Tubbs knows how to do it. I just join, join, and leave, leave. <laughs> join, leave, leave. Imagine shots, 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 <laughs> shots of extra version of olive oil for everybody. <laughs> you laugh now? No, that I'm still on that olive oil train, and yeah. Mama is regular. Exactly. You're welcome, Robbie. Yeah. You're welcome, Robbie. Yeah. Your I'm girlfriend like is now person. regular, right? Mm-hmm. You now you don't have your irritable bowel syndrome. No. Well, knock on wood. So far, so good. Right. Well, so far, so good. Could you take an olive oil? Yeah. As advertised, Sisney and Tanya, yep. as promised, Lena Dunham is here. Good wow. morning, Lena Dunham. Welcome to the show. Good morning. It's an honor and a pleasure. Do you know, I'm just going to say it's been too long. You know, it has been too long. And I was thinking about that. I haven't seen you in a really long time. And hearing your voice, I mean, I obviously hear your voice all the time because you're Ryan Seacrest, but... <laughs> in dialogue with your voice is lovely well thank you lena dunham do people call you who don't regularly you know hang out with you do they call you by your first and last name usually that's an interesting question i do get a lot i have to say i get a lot of friends being like like if i do something naughty being like lena dunham lena dunham lena dunham (laughs) (laughs) because i don't think i've ever said your name without it being one word I mean, that. do people call you Ryan Seacrest? I yes. call you Ryan Seacrest. Majority yes. do. The majority. Even my family calls me that now. <laughs> You're just Seacrest. <laughs> I was um, thinking, lay here in bed with a cup of coffee trying to get my voice to sound normal. How impressed I am that you get up at, at a, such a thing mm. every day and share yourself with the people. You know, I, and every day the alarm goes off, they tell me it's going to feel like a good day. It doesn't for the first 10 minutes. The first 15 are really rough, but then we get into a yeah. sort of a rhythm here. And, you know, Sisney and Tanya, they are really good at giving feedback to, to me, to each other. And we talk about a lot of things. For example, a congratulations is in order. Since we last spoke years ago, you got married. You celebrated a one-year anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So It's been very sweet. A year in. I have never done it, Lena Dunham. (laughs) Do you recommend it? I have to say that yes, I do. I mean, obviously, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. It's different for everyone. Maybe you're a person who just loves to, you know, have a partner, but also feel like you can have a certain kind of freedom that you feel like maybe marriage doesn't afford you. Don't know. Don't want to. Don't want to impose in uh, my <laughs> thoughts about your uh, psychology. But what I really like about it, besides the fact that I just really like my husband, it wouldn't work with someone who wasn't him. Is that it? Really does feel like that we're on a team together, and that yeah. like we're something together, and. Of course, I know plenty of people who aren't married who feel that way, and I have plenty of people who are married who don't feel that way, but that was the big thing in marriage for me was this feeling that, like, life is a grand project that we're undertaking as a team. You know, you said something, the word, and and my friends who have successful 
marriages, great relationships, they always say to me that the thing for them is that they like, they love them, of course, but they like their partner. They Mm -hmm. like spending time. They like doing things together. They like the person they're with. That's, I have to say that that is something that my parents always talked about. My parents are going to celebrate their 40th wedding anniversary this year. They've been together for 47 years. Wow. And they would always, my mom would always say to me, I love your dad, but sometimes I don't love him, but also I like him. She'd be Mm. like, I just like who he is. And I think the big things for me are I like him. I trust him. And we have fun together. And when we don't have fun together, I always know that that's coming again because Mm. of those other two. Well, you know what's fun? Let me tell you, you want to have a good time? You need to get your Amazon Prime video streamable (laughs) and check out Catherine Called Birdie. Now, you want to laugh. How do you do when when someone says, oh, what is it? How do you say what it is? Because it's unique. I'm so glad that you think it's fun because I think it's fun, too. And what I say is that it is a period set coming of age comedy about a young woman fighting back against an arranged marriage. And sometimes they (laughs) go, that sounds great. And sometimes they go, what the F? But mm-hmm. either way, they seem vaguely intrigued. And so, and the other thing I say is it's a period piece about a girl getting her period. <laughs> <laughs> and it's based on, I mean, the novel is the material that you started with here, right? The novel is what I started with. It's a children's literature. It's a piece of children's literature from 1994. So I read it wow. when in 96. I was 10. And it was my favorite book as a kid. And then when I got to this weird old town and people started talking about optioning things and what book would you want to option? And, and this was what I said. And it was right at the height of sort of like Hunger Games, um, uh, Twilight, like teen movies were definitely feeling like they had to have this really big hook, you know, whether it was teens fighting to the death or you're in love with a vampire. And both of those things are great, but this one didn't necessarily have that. And so it took a while to find people who trusted that this could be its own kind of, um, this could be its own kind of teen story. And I was lucky enough to find working title in London and Amazon and I got to make it. And I, it was such a joy to do. It really was. It was the most fun I've ever had on a job. You want to laugh. Catherine called Birdie. Check it out on Amazon Prime Video. Now, the real reason you are here, I know, is to give us a preview of Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's. <laughs> what do you know? Literally, literally, I can't even say a word about saying a word. I would never say <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's coming. It's coming out Friday. Uh, yeah, here it comes. Please. Don't I know? And here's what I'll say. My favorite thing about is that despite being her friend, I am a crazed fan, just like everyone else. And Mm -hmm. when an album comes out, like I have the exact same response that like a 14 year old in Ohio would have. (laughs) I'm just saying like that, just despite knowing and loving her for such a long time, I just, and, and I'm sure that everyone will have their minds blown because The thing about her is she just gets better and better and better and better and better. We don't know how she does it, but we thank her. We do. And we we, we do thank you, Lena. Really, honestly, we are such big fans. And I was really looking forward to chatting with you and catching up with you today. So thank you for coming on. 
it's a, as I said before, an honor and a pleasure. You are a national treasure, right? <laughs> oh, that's cute. Wow. That rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Lena Dunham, she can put words together. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She, made, hey, guys, she could discover us. Okay? Yeah. Please she do. Dis- Please do. You watch out. We could have a big break right here. <laughs> Hey, you don't know. This could be the first day of the rest of your life. Uh-huh. Thank you. Well, enjoy your morning, Lena Dunham. Thank you for coming on. We'll see you soon, I hope, in person. Thank you all for having me. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. Truly one of the greats to me. Yeah. One of the greats. I have to agree. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if her name's on some... You know what? There's people where you have their name is... You don't even know the title, but their name is on You know it. it's going to be good. You know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Who else is like that for me? Oh, a lot of people. Jennifer Aniston. Julie Roberts, George Clooney. I want to see that movie. Yes, that yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cranston. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, um, Ryan Murphy. The, yeah. Who's in the, the staircase? Patrick uh, Schwarzenegger. Nope. The female lead. <laughs> but, uh, but we still on. love you, Patrick. She, what? <laughs> still Tony Collette. Tony Collette. <laughs> Tony Collette's in it. It's great. Yeah. But we have said, you know, on Hump Day Wednesday, send us any sort of relationship questions you may have. We're going to have intimacy coaches on. We're going to have dating coaches on, one of which is here. Her name is Paula Grooms. She is this week's Hump Day Helper. Uh, Paula's a dating and relationship coach, a licensed social worker, and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? Mm. Paula what do you keep moaning about, Tanya? It's an interesting title for you. For me? Paula, good morning. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you feeling? We're feeling good. We're post-COVID. I just got COVID for the first time a week ago, but I am Can't out of it. it. I'm, I'm feeling 100%. So thank you for asking. Hey, Paula, I just, what is the answer to that question? Why won't he commit? Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> because... Uh, well, I mean, that's a loaded question, but it is multifactorial and it's when a woman really doesn't guide the man to it, uh, not by talking, not by telling him, Mm. but by action and by making him wonder he will not. Really? Yeah. Making him wonder. Can you elaborate on that? And actions elaborate on that. Okay. Um, it's one of my fundamentals in my book that women love through knowing men love through wondering. And this is a very different way of loving and it creates the problems that we have because women tend to relate to men via the way they want to be related to, which is knowing, 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 and men love through wondering. Meaning we don't want to know you, you, you want to be wondering about her. You know, mm-hmm. the, the easiest way I can um, uh, relay it to you is like if you if you love uh, puppies, you look into its eyes and you kind of wonder, what is it thinking? What is it, you know, what does it know? What is it? And it actually creates a feeling of uh, of love if that makes sense. It's walking out in nature, wondering about nature. We love it. It's that little bit of not knowing Hmm. that makes it intriguing. All right. Now, this is our current hump day helper, dating coach, Paula Grooms. Now, we've got some text questions coming in right now. This is from the 714. Mm -hmm. Should it be a deal breaker if my boyfriend will not allow me to tag him on Facebook? 
knowing I'm habitual on Facebook and I post all the time, he also won't say he's in a relationship on his Facebook page and he's hidden all his friends. What does it mean? Hmm. Mm, Okay, first things first. I'm going to say this across the board, ladies. If he's not a fiancé or husband, he's not to be on your social media. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I do not recommend he be a friend or a follower, etc. Again, it's lessening the wonder. But if he's there already, like with this woman, he's not to be tagged, talked about, shared photos with, nada, nothing. Wow. <laughs> Let me, here's another. It's from Hazel. Hazel just texting in the 41027. Coach Paula. I went on a first date with the guy, and it was okay, but there weren't any sparks. If he asked me out again, I think I would give it another shot. My question is, do I text him thanking him for the date? Part of me feels like I'd be leading him on, but if I did that, would it be leading him on? But then the other part of me feels like maybe he's waiting for me to text. What would you suggest? Mm, I I get this kind of question a lot, Ryan. I, I mean, you can thank a man in person for dinner or whatever the date is. You don't have to reach out and text. If he's interested, he's and he text. was, or he wouldn't have asked you out, even if it's from online, if he liked you enough on the date, he will reach out again. What no. I'm hearing from this uh, lady is a few things. Even though there weren't any sparks, as she put it, she wants to make sure she didn't do something wrong. This means that she has fear and anxiety and likely people-pleasing tendencies that dating triggers or lack of abundance. She feels there's not going to be enough guys or it's her only opportunity. It's likely she doesn't feel worthy. She has a low self-concept around men and relationships. And if we were working together, we'd be addressing this because it's going to come across to men that she has low self-esteem, which is a buzz killer to guys who want more than just sex. I think, and you, you, you just tell me, we have to wrap up, but you tell me, I actually like to text after I've dropped someone off on the way home. I had a great uh-huh. night. Have a good evening. Thank you. Like, to be the first to text after something. I like. Yeah. Is that too right. much? No, you as the man? No. Or, or whatever I, I mean, may be. It's. <laughs> Here's the deal. It's that, you know, you're probably doing that, Ryan, I'm guessing, because you're a nice guy from what I can see, is that whether or not you're going to follow up with her, you do that to be you know, gallant. Is that true? I don't know. I probably do it because I'm waiting for her to respond to that on my way home, right? Like, I'm still into it. It's a game. Okay. Yes. I'm still into it. However, however, you're so, you're into it then because men are right on top of time, meaning she's right there right now, and you may go off in a day or two and not think about it again. It just gets it gets wow. you thinking. So uh-huh. many questions. All right, right. listen, I want to tell you, uh, if you want to hear more of her advice, you can go to Make Him Wonder, the iHeartRadio podcast with dating coach Paula Grimms. Thank you for coming on, Paula. Great to talk to you. And thank you. Bye-bye. I don't know if I'm, if I can get coached. It's harsh. Like, no. I'm feeling for Hazel. Hazel, no. please come back. No, she, Hazel, this please was come back. so good. When she said the dog analogy, I was like, oh my gosh, it really hit me because it's like so true. You have no idea what your dog's thinking. And you look him in the eye and you're like, I love you so freaking much. And you say nothing to me. 
Hazel, <laughs> again, I hope you come back. <laughs> and now it's time for a trending report. Then we're going to go 50 minutes of nonstop music. So we were talking about the longest you've ever been without having sex. Correct. No, and not like your pre-virginity years. Well, obviously. Okay, well, I didn't know if you were trying to be like <laughs> smart with me. <laughs> Just want to be specific Well, here. Uh, clarity is important in yeah. communication, <laughs> yes. so I can appreciate it. So, so we'll get, why we'll get, does this come up? So this convo started on an episode of the Drew Barrymore show when she was kind of giving her opinion on Andrew Garfield. So he basically was talking about how he abstained from sex for six months while he was preparing for this really big movie role that he had. And her response was, What's wrong with me that six months doesn't seem like a very long time? So people kind of took that and started claiming like Drew Barrymore hates sex and yada, yada, yada. So she penned this essay to kind of clear things up. It was really lengthy. So I'm just going to summarize it for you. But she said basically at the age of 48, she has different feelings about intimacy than she did when she was younger. She said Hmm. that she hasn't had an intimate relationship since becoming a single parent, which was roughly six years ago. And her priority is raising her daughters and teaching them to be appropriate and empowered and to love themselves. And to me, however you choose to live your life is up to you. But I think that sex is often glorified in a way that it isn't always the case for every woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's there's always this um everybody's always like pushing you to have fun and like when you're young and single like do it up and have all the sex and i think that it doesn't work (laughs) who are these people pushing you to do all that that's kind of like i think just as a society like that was my mentality in my 20s but that's just like kind of the narrative that's out there like you're saying like people live it up you're in your 20s yeah no commitment go for it yeah like sleep with whoever you want and i think that that's not the case for every woman and i think for me um, non-committed intimacy was leading me down like a path of like really it was sad and I felt unsafe and it was really doing me more harm but I thought that that's what I should be doing and I think that the more people come out and, and talk about this kind of stuff like Drew Barrymore like I applaud her she said she's not had an intimate relationship in six years I was kind of in that same boat I was going years and years and years <clears throat> and I was the happiest I've ever been because I wasn't like putting myself in this like perpetual pattern of pain well, someone some someone had some time to think about this. <laughs> I yeah. did. I was Clearly. reading. I was reading Drew Barrymore's essay, and I felt really connected to her in this because I just love that she's sharing that because I think it's a narrative that not a lot of people share versus the other one. But that's your experience with yeah. it. Like for some, like I never felt that way in those years that I was free. Right. You know, like I never felt pain or I was scared or any of that stuff. Like for me, it was exciting and fun and like adventurous. You, you were you were going for it. Yeah, exactly. Living it up. And then, yeah. Well, it actually makes sense, though, because you got it, quote, out of your system, as they say. 100%. Because now you're married. And you've been married for a long time, I'm so it Michael, actually uh, was your rhythm. I'm at Michael 25, and it right, but you'd already lived it up. ended there. <laughs> so, like, I never had those feelings, per se. Trying to think like back, you know, it's it's different when you try and like think back to your twenties. Like the way you look, one looks at it, or I look at it now is different than I did when I was in my twenties. Mm-hmm. I think in my twenties, I just was like happy to go on dates. Like you wanted to go out and you wanted to have somebody that you hung out with. Yeah, and it didn't matter if it was sex or not. It was just like somebody that. You can hang out with. Yeah, companionship. You know, romantic, but not not just as friends. Like, yeah, you know, make out with even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, so like, do you guys want to answer the question? How long is the longest okay, you've been? Can we finish a thought? Yeah, let him get to you his therapy. I was about to get deep in yeah. my session, and then I got deep. caught up by my therapist. Go deep. Nope, nope, that's it. That's all I got. So mm. what's the question? 
What's the oh, longest? I was going to go so deep right there, Sissy. You have no I idea. I was really excited. I thought you were going to like close it and play a song. I was how could you, how could you predict that? I was patting you on you the back. That? Wow. You made me feel so comfortable. Almost, almost had a breakthrough, but I forgot now. What was the question? What's the longest you've gone without having sex? I don't know. <sighs> Do you know, Sissy? Well, before Michael, I'm sure there was like months of dry yeah, six, spells. When you said six months, I thought that didn't seem so long myself. Yeah, there was maybe like pockets of that, but I know for a fact when I was pregnant with the twins, Michael went on a bachelor party in January to Cabo, and this was like the height of Zika. What? I know. And, Zika. And I oh, was Zika. so... Remember Zika? That, uh, yeah. Zika? I mean, before COVID, there was Zika. Yeah. Exactly. And, and before Zika, there was Zima. Well, I don't know what Zima was. So, it's a beverage. Yes, Zima. I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So he, so he, when he went to Cabo, I was like, if you go to Cabo, that's it. Like, we're not being intimate until these babies come because I don't want to risk, you know. Yeah, of course. I, rem- I actually remember all this. Yeah. So that was. I lived this and with you. So this was January and they were born May 2nd. So that was the longest, at least in our married life, that we've well, gone. Right. But that's recent times. <laughs> I, I think I think in my 20s, it was, six months did not seem like a long time to me. But man, wow, Tubbs, I got to tell you, never did I feel that comfortable to share my deep feelings. No, my But then I was, I was just, I was exited off the freeway. Well, let's you have know? Drew Barrymore on and she can maybe like get it more out of you. Just a thought. Host to host. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. I don't know that I can get that comfortable that fast again, but. Thank you, good. Take your shoes off. Uh, these are like a nightmare to take off. Oh, oh my God. God. Are you going <laughs> hiking later? <laughs> Boy, this place is I'm a excited. judge court. <laughs> it is, a, it is an arena of judgment. It is a state. It is the SoFi Stadium of Judgment Day. It's just unexpected. I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. I was expecting that. I wasn't expecting to literally open up raw to my therapist, and then all of a sudden, I had to take the 101. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a tennis shoe of sorts. The boots. <laughs> Guys, these are like <laughs> boots on the ground. Nah, talk about <laughs> boots on the ground. <laughs> no, my, my feet don't reach the ground. They hang. They, boots they, hanging from my stool. They... On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, guys, you're inside 50 minutes of nonstop kiss music. Seacrest week tomorrow. It is Ryan's Roses, and we pay your bills all day. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.